Hi, I'm Suzanne. I am a videographer and photographer and I'm here because this month is International Women's Day on the 8th of March. In keeping with this year's theme of hashtag choose to challenge, I've been working with nine brilliant women creating a photo series to represent different stereotypes that modern Australian women face. Alongside this photo series, we've recorded a conversation on each of these topics to help create a dialogue around them for International Women's Day. You're gonna get one a day until the 9th of March, so stay tuned. Today's topic is hashtag choose to challenge intelligence. And I have this conversation with the brilliant Lynette. If you wanna see the photos of Lynette, then head to my Instagram at suzanne.was.here. Hi everyone, today we are talking about intelligence. And to discuss this with me, I have the fantastic Lynette Voller. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, so I'm a design manager at a software company. Um, I am originally from the UK and now live in Australia. And I met you for the first time about uh, two and a half, three years ago, I think it was. Crazy that it's that so long. Right, right, yeah. And I was immediately in love with you um, <laughs> and reached out to our mutual friend to be able to contact you because I had a big old girl crush. Just immediately I found you really like engaging, but also I think the way that you speak is... Um, immediately displays your intelligence and I think that's a large part of why I asked you here to discuss intelligence with me. Thank you very much. <laughs> so the, some of the challenges for women around intelligence and I, both of us having um, tech in our background, I have a degree in information technology, I think in that area in particular it's really stark how prejudiced people are against women and their abilities in these areas. So I, the first story that always comes to mind for me was when I was at a computer market because I was going to be building my first computer while I was studying IT and my partner, now husband at the time, partner at the time, was with me and when I went to one of the tables about, I think we were buying the motherboard at that point and the man said to me, oh, you're so lucky to have your boyfriend building a computer for you. And he wasn't even talking to him. I was talking to him. And I was like, no, you know, I um, I was chill about it because it wasn't unusual. But I was like, no, you know, I study IT. I'm building it for myself. And he goes, oh, you're a smart girl. And I was like, I'm out. Bye. And I just, it's crazy that like that's I feel like one of the clearest most like sounds like it's written for a sitcom moments so it displays it really well but it was not in isolation by any means yeah yeah well on, on building computers I used to work as an IT trainer and I'd, I'd teach various different courses there were some programming courses some security courses networking courses but the intro course you start from building a computer from bare bones up mm -hmm. um, now I train this course very regularly but there was one week where one of my colleagues happened to be training this course. They put together this um, old server and it just was not working. It was beeping and beeping and mm. beeping. There were all sorts of things wrong with it. Took it apart, put it back, took it apart, put it back. It just wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So he came out of uh, the classroom he was teaching in and came into the, the room and asked if I'd give a hand. And you know, I was very happy to. We'd worked together for a while. So I go into the room. Now, it just so happens that because it was an off week, I was not wearing what I normally would wear. So I'd normally wear trousers, a shirt, um, try and look, you know, competent, smart, you know, how I might think of what smart yes, looks like. Yeah. Um, and I had to be very aware that I might be climbing on top of tables or under tables to get to yeah. uh, routers or cabling or things like that. Yeah. Whereas because I was on an off week, I decided to go in the other direction. So I was in hyperfem mode. I had a full circle swooshy skirt, yeah. had little kitten heels on, yeah. had a little bit of a low cut, quite form fitting uh, top and I'm quite busty. Um, <laughs> and I had a little bit of makeup on as well. 
So I walk into this classroom and I, I'm not paying that much attention to the class itself yeah, at this point. You have your task too. I've got my task. So yeah. I go over there and I start ripping the guts out of this computer, putting them back together. And as I go, I launch into my very practiced spiel of, you know, talking about the um, CPU buses and reseating the CPU mm. and the various different expansion card slots and mm -hmm. RAM and things like that, because that's what I do. And so I do this, I pull it all apart and I put it all back together. Uh, power it on first time it absolutely starts and you're like yes. uh, and I look up at the room and not thinking anything about it yeah because it's just your daily this is what yeah, I do yeah. um and I'm I'm used to doing that and people you know honestly on the first day of my course I often did have to prove something but um because there, there was a kind of like oh there's this there's this young girl uh -oh, who's coming to teach me about computers yeah um but so I did have to struggle there sometimes, but you know this was not necessarily something I was used to extreme reactions to. But when I looked up, there was this room full of guys, and there were some of them literally with their mouth open, mm. just looking at me and looking at the computer, and just with God a respect. do not compute face <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, and you know I'd seen people be sort of have a, an eyebrow raise and a little nod when I'd done this before in my yeah. regular garb. But then I realized in this kind of more feminine look, they just didn't understand. Yeah. And I must admit, I played on it a little bit. And so kind of did a, well, there you go. Have fun, guys. Flipped my hair and walked out. <laughs> uh, and of course, you don't just have to be studying something to do with computers yeah. to be intelligent. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, you told me before we started a story about a manager of yours. And oh, I would yes. love for you to share that yeah. again. So, yeah, so this was, um, uh, I, for a while, I worked as a senior technical support engineer yes. uh, for enterprises. So what that meant was when a large company's IT department couldn't fix the problem, they would call me and say, okay, please help. Yeah. Um, so I was a specialist. And uh, there was one particular situation so highly critical system, and I'd been on a call with the customer for eight hours because there was a lot that needed to be done, but it had been a full day. Mm. Now, at that time, we it wasn't so much hot desks, but the managers were kind of hot desking around. We were in little cubes of four desks, mm -hmm. and there'd be one empty, and the manager could sit and do their work right. in the same cube. Yep. And this time, my manager, who had been my manager for, I think at that point, about a year, um, yeah. happened to be in my cube this time. A manager to you in your role as a senior specialist. Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. And at the end of this eight-hour day, uh, we had this routine where we'd uh, hand off the call to another call centre if it needed uh, continual uh, monitoring. So I passed it on to one of my colleagues in the next call centre. Mm -hmm. And my boss turns around to me and says, you're actually quite technical. And this was my manager. <laughs> This was my manager who had me as one of his team who was providing <laughs> senior technical support to enterprises. And was surprised at what you'd achieved. Yeah, and was surprised to hear me go into the details of Unix mm. and networking. Yeah, of your job. Of my job. Yeah. Of the job I was being paid for, the job that he apparently was evaluating me for in previous annual reviews. I'm really curious, like from his perspective, was it that you were just a diversity hire and he didn't actually expect you to do what you were hired to do. I'm really, I wonder what was going on in his mind at that moment when, cause he's setting this obviously thinking it's a compliment, yeah. you know, but just the, 
incredible insult that comes with <laughs> the fact that he thought that was a compliment. Um, I just, yeah, I'd love to know what was happening in his brain at that point. <laughs> My theory is that I think a lot of people have an internal dichotomy of technical ability and soft skills. Mm. And the fact that we even call them soft skills is uh, an interesting <laughs> reflection on uh, ideas of femininity and yes. um, what uh, people should be doing. And I think in his mind, because I was recognised as being very good at chatting to customers and talking them off the ledge and calming them oh. down. And so, so that was all that you had. Yeah, I think he people thought skills was it. I was the one that kind of just schmoozed and calmed people while they sorted stuff out. But what do you think are some of the times where you've really challenged these assumptions that are made about you, aside from incidentally doing your job <laughs> oh gosh well no sorry that that just really reminded me of something else with this same manager um so there was uh, a national award for women in it mm. that was happening and people from my company were being put forward for various categories uh someone suggested that i be put forward for the technical category mm -hmm. and my boss said oh well you know yeah, I mean, there's going to be programmers and stuff in that category. Um, maybe Rising Star would be better, something like that. And, you know, I, I I took that on a little bit and I thought... I'm not technical unless I'm a programmer. Yeah, I'm not technical unless I'm a programmer. And I still, I have a little bit of that chip on my shoulder to this day. Um, I'm not technical enough. So we put me forward for the technical oh, category. Oh, good. Uh, and I won. So, you know, here Got I was. <laughs> yeah, I have actually won a national award for being a technical woman in IT. And yet still, I worry that I'm not technical yeah. enough because I, I have absorbed some of those messages of, you know, what technical looks like and what, yeah. you know, smart is. And, and yeah. there's always that extra barrier or boundary. Yeah. We as women, we have these things where we feel like we have to qualify that intelligence and you were talking to me earlier about your iq for yeah. when you were quite young yeah so um when i was uh, 12 i took the mensa test and uh once you hit the age of 12 you can take the adult one so that's why i took it at that point and oh. it was really about um desperately wanting to prove my ability prove that i i was intelligent mm. and you know i took the test and actually at the time um, it was a room full of people in this hotel before going in for doing the test. Uh, so this big foyer and there were lots of people there and they were, whoa, they were looking at crosswords and they were reading very <laughs> thick tomes and being all very, whoa, I'm very intellectual. <laughs> and there was this 12 year old girl with two pigtails. Yep. Um, I think I had bright yellow dungarees on at the yep. time. And probably just so excited to be and there. And I was super excited. I was like, whoa, I'm going to do a test. Yes. Um, and people were giving me side eye a lot in yeah. there. Uh, and I went in and I did the test and it, it contained a few different tests and I did them all and I came out and there was part of me, I, I mean, I was super excited, but having been in that room earlier, there was part of me thinking, oh, how is this going to go? Because, you know, I'm not like those other, you know, very intellectual, because they looked intellectual. Yes. You know, they had yeah. the, the glasses and the, the thoughtful crossword. And I imagine happening. most of them were men too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of men in that room. Um you know, there were even two people playing chess. It was almost like a stereotype yes. kind of like, <laughs> like oh. how you write it for a sitcom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so when I got the letter later on that had my IQ in and said that I was in the top zero point, uh, like zero point zero zero one percent of the population wow. for IQ, 
and it was it was in the top like even within their group it was the top tier of of the people who of, performed on that day yeah. <laughs> uh, or in their in their society at all because it was for a, an intelligence society right of course okay um so wow. i was in the top top band yes uh and oh my word, I lauded that around. I was probably so insufferable as a child. <laughs> yeah, but you know, who wants to be like, oh, what would you like for dinner? Did you know? <laughs> but I did, I did really hold that as a kind of anchor to my personality, a real validation. When you look at the stereotype of what's an intellectual woman, she tends to be unattractive. Mm. Um, she doesn't tend to dress feminine. She doesn't wear makeup. Um, she doesn't have humour or warmth yes um intelligent women are often painted as the kind of um uh, sucking a lemon squinty baron spinster mm. who works in academia and has yeah. like the librarian who never managed to find a man so kind of yes looked they're after not a family books. person yeah yeah if you're a mother yeah there's not intelligence associated with that absolutely which the incredible intelligence that mothers have been raising our society <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and I mean, one of the things, so the company I work for, one of the charities we support is a charity specifically aimed at educating women in um, more disadvantaged countries. And one of the reasons for that is when you educate the women, um, they tend to have a few less children, there's less child mortality, but it's a more reasonable and um, kind of supportable amount of children. And they educate. But they educate their children. Yeah. So you know, whatever the gender of their children they have, mm -hmm. those children are much more likely to be literate if the mother is literate. Because yes. if the father is literate but the mother is not literate, um, in those societies often the father goes out to work, the mother stays at home and looks after the children, she can't pass that skill along. Yes. But as soon as you start educating the women, it uplifts the entire society. And it's, yes. you know, hugely powerful and it's amazing to see the impact that that has. But And it's kind of interesting, now I'm hopping topic slightly but that because of the dichotomy of okay if you're intelligent you have to kind of look a certain way yes then there can be the urge to kind of over index on looking the other way and saying oh well if i if i'm uh looking very intelligent then i can't be very feminine and so there can be a rejection of the female and it is weird that the way that society likes to put these kind of dichotomies in place what's male what's female what's intelligent what's beautiful yes. and put them on a a binary which they don't have to be on yeah but mutually exclusive <laughs> yeah and i remember once i'd kind of got more into the university age how much i took it as a compliment when people said oh you're not like other girls yeah. because oh. yeah but that's that's the soup we were in and yeah. i used to be you know i can see that i had some internalized misogyny and that i would look down on on feminists i would look down on pretty women mm. because i had put myself into that box but also you've spent yeah, how many years now unlearning that yeah. and it's and that's really i mean you're challenging your own unconscious biases that i mean who knows what part of society you know really is the reasoning for that but you've spent your adult life undoing those learnings yeah. and i think there's i think we're definitely getting a lot better with this there are greater expectations from women in the in the scope of intelligence mm. and i think there's still a long way to go just with the assumptions that are made i i can't think of any specific examples in my life where it has been women who have been surprised 
if they're a part of the issue, are discouraging of it because, you know, a man won't be attractive to you if you're smarter than them. Similar story to (laughs) when we talked about physical strength um, uh, with Tiana. She was saying how her strength intimidated men. And it's um, us having something doesn't take away from men. And I think women using this stick to beat other women and tell them not to be intelligent is such a strange thing as well and but again I think we're getting better with this and I mean I think there are generally kind of a lot of double standards that I do remember situations where I've been surprised when a woman's intelligent because she's been beautiful and I've been like oh oh because of her appearance yeah Yeah. and because I've I've internalized that but Mm -hmm. then I think we have a lot of those messages so and this might be a bit of a tangent uh, but I remember, so I, I'm attracted to both uh, men and women and, and other genders, um, but I found myself holding myself to body and image standards that I didn't hold uh, a female partner to. And so I'd look at myself in the mirror and go, oh, I'm so ugly, I'm so fat, I'm so this, I'm so that. And I'd look at this other person who was a little bit larger than me, and I would say, this person's amazing and yes, beautiful yeah. and an absolute goddess. And yet I could hold those that double standard yeah. there. Um, and yeah, it, it, it is weird the way you can hold these kind of two conflicting ideas and still have this internalized, no, women can't be beautiful and smart. And, and yes, uh, this ex of mine, she was amazingly, fantastically smart. Yeah. And I didn't feel threatened by that at all. Yes. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it, it, that hasn't always been the case for me yeah Um, and I'd see other intelligent women and I would see them as competition as well yeah because it felt like there was kind of there is the one One space yeah there's there's allowed to be the one token woman who's smart yeah and any other women yeah fighting women yeah it's just ridiculous this is mostly this series is really focused on modern Australia but um just because the global issues are so much greater that we could try to tackle yeah. something like this. But um, I hope that it is getting better um, for women. I mean, I, I know that there are a lot of these universities and schools are working to try and show women that they can do, um, particularly in science and technology, they can perform just as well as the boys and the men. I mean, even just going into the expectations around, you know, video games were originally created as a gender neutral toy mm. but because all toys in stores were divided one these these are for girls and these are for boys at some point somebody went eh, where are we gonna put the video games i guess the boys and so it became a boys toy yeah even though it was never designed to be specifically for boys yeah so i think there are just these all of these things that are sitting into a categorization of gender for absolutely no reason, but we as a society have taken them on board and taken them as law, and we're now trying to pick that apart because, as it is inaccurate, there are people from any gender who want to do a thing and don't want to be told they can't because of a gender. Yeah. (laughs) What would you like to see people do as a wider community, uh, like within society, to challenge these issues for women around intelligence? So, I mean, I think that it's going to have to be a multi-pronged approach. <laughs> uh, I mean, there is there is the, you know, women keep doing stuff and don't be ashamed of your, your smarts yes. and um, don't try and dumb yourself down yeah. to attract a partner. Yes. Um, yeah. 
But, you know, it's very easy to point at women and say, you're the you problem, you need to fix yeah. it. And as we've seen, women can demonstrate startling intelligence yes. and either it's not recognised or it, it does repulse some people. Mm. So, you know, the solution isn't only with women. Yeah. Um, before uh, we were recording this, um, I remember you mentioning how uh, you were in a hardware store and oh, yeah. um, that everything was being directed to your partner rather than you. Yeah. And that when you told your father, he said, oh, well, if I was in that situation, I would just walk away um, because yeah. then they... Like he, as the partner, would walk yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. So that way the person working in the shop either had to run through the store... Chasing chase down this the person, person who wasn't the one talking to them. Yeah. <laughs> or actually say, oh, wait, there is only one other person in this conversation. I'm, I'm actually going to... I'm going to have to talk to this talk woman. Talk to the woman? What? Oh, my goodness. What? Maybe the woman wants to know about the hardware. What? <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, you know, have, being allies and stepping away if you're male or male presenting and um, someone is directing their technical or hardware kind of stuff towards you or yeah. intellectual stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a, a woman in your presence that's actually kind of doing the tech. Yeah. I think the other thing that we can really do as women is promote and celebrate other women's. Yeah achievements whether they seem directly and obviously intellectual like winning a smarts award <laughs> or if it's just something that they've achieved in any space because I think that that really promotes the fact that women are doing these things yeah. and I think the fact that we've had to have women specific awards to try and promote this I mean it's great because it's getting that out there but it also sits us in a category as other than yeah when we do have the ability to compete at this level on a gender non-specific yeah. categorization and just in a really like tactical practical way if you're in a meeting you know regardless of your own gender and a woman raises an idea and it gets a bit lost. And then a man raises it. Well, either <laughs> if a man raises it or it just, you know. Or it just gets lost. lost yeah, yeah. Then take the point to either say, um, you know, oh, I think what um, Sarah was saying was really uh, worth digging into more. Yeah. Or I agree with Sarah. Yeah. Or, you know, that kind of thing. Just acknowledge it. Acknowledging even. it. Yeah giving it a little bit more airspace or supporting it in general. I mean, that's a really basic, um, easy thing that can be done, but can make such a huge difference. Yes. And I think also um, if we can do anything to expand the concept of intelligence, because again, I mean, I think it's easy for both of us because we have fallen into that more stereotypically male-focused technology sector. And it wasn't always male. Like, the original computer programmers were female. Yes, but yeah. sidebar. Yeah, yeah let's, uh, let's do a history lesson later. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is easy to then start equating intelligence with the sciences. Yes. And because uh, think about intelligence in areas which are more traditionally male-dominated, mm. uh, whereas intelligence shows in a variety of different mm. ways. Even just emotional intelligence and yeah. how underrated that is. Yeah. And it's something that society kind of strips men of, but women have it in abundance. Let's, yeah. let's have some appreciation for that. In some ways, there's the whole conversation about what is intelligence? Is it rote learning? Is it remembering facts? Yes. Is it being able to process different pieces of information and mm-hmm. then come to some conclusion which is uh, surprising or yeah. yeah groundbreaking um so if you take that paradigm as what intelligence is 
problem solving doesn't just happen in maths. Yes. It doesn't just happen in IT. It yes. doesn't just happen in um, mechanic yes. kind of uh, mechanical engineering. You know, there's a lot of problem solving that happens in a lot of different disciplines. Yes. There's a lot of pulling together different threads. And so recognizing the intelligence that is inherent with that and not just um, defaulting to the rocket scientist kind of intellectual yes. model. This is the perfect place to drop one of my all-time favorite quotes that I'm going to 100% misquote. But the general concept is, um, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will spend its entire life believing that it is a failure. Yeah. And I believe this so strongly. As somebody who used to do tutoring in school as well, like as in I would tutor people, I found that everybody can get it. It's not that nobody can understand it. It's that you've got to find what learning works for them yeah. because humans are pattern solving, a, a, a pattern recognition, problem solving machines. We just don't all do it the same way. Yes. And I think the idea that a gender can have an impact on how likely you are to be intelligent or not is completely illogical. For a while, we've had a very, very narrow band of what intellectual, and, and that's an uh, sidebar as well, what intelligence is. And when you think of what intellectual is, because actually intellectual isn't just you know, what an intelligence school would be. If you say, what's an intellectual? Immediately, there's a load of class assumptions. Yes. There's a load of like hobby assumptions. Yes. Um, you know, that very term intellectual yeah. has a whole load of connotations, even beyond like raw intelligence. Yes. Intelligence, it's, it's really interesting that for women, intelligence has such a physical, a visual alignment, yeah. which I don't think we do in the same way for men and I think that's been represented in you know your story about putting together the computer on the day when you were wearing your skirt and your makeup and um there is that kind of quite a common uh dichotomy beauty versus brains yeah. you know there's even tv shows that have been based on yes yeah. you know, that so you either can spend time on learning or you can spend time on putting makeup on yes yeah um so and nobody can do both no no it's impossible absolutely impossible i mean <laughs> oh my god as soon as you put paint on your face your brain falls out the back it's it terrible yeah. it's, a, it's a pain what's going to be really important as a society is that we recognize that intelligence isn't an appearance it isn't a yep. physical attribute and so as much as we're getting better with seeing that women can be intelligent and we need to recognize that even more still. We need to recognize that a woman, regardless of the way she appears, can be intelligent. Yep. I mean, the perfect example for this is Legally Blonde. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and the fact that, you know, her knowledge around things that are considered the bimbo girl, dumb things, like you were saying, you had that unconscious bias. Yeah. Um, Th those became the ways in which she solved the case you know yeah. it's and that nobody else who was there would have had the value to do i think the way the point that that movie made about intelligence is really poignant and it's the ultimate recognition of this because i think it's really interesting to look at in media whether that's fictional or news how we are representing women how we are representing each of these topics because culture is changed by these kinds of mediums. I mean, fundamentally, it's very easy, I think, to point to anything and say the problem with this is that you look like this or you behave like this. But actually, it's a straw man. That's not the problem. It's an inherent um, 
unvaluing of women Mm. which manifests in certain judgments yeah so then as a community we want to give other people the space and the support to be intelligent to grow their intelligence in the way that makes the most sense for them and reap the benefits of for society then yeah absolutely when we all come together i think it's amazing the problems that we can solve as long as we can come together yes yeah love it thank you so much for coming oh thank you for inviting me this has been wonderful yeah i want to do it again (laughs) thank you